0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. This is the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And today, we're looking at a classic, classic episode of a classic 80s cartoon series. But you already know that. But of course, before we get into that, I'm going to let you know all the quick housekeeping stuff here. Of course, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky content and media. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook. Look up Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, both at Order. And of course, we are on all the major content uh, podcast provider platforms. Find us, subscribe, like, leave a comment, five-star review, all that good stuff. And once again, we'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Today, we are looking at the classic episode of G.I. Joe, The Viper is Coming. That's what she said. Uh, So we started our episode here at a newly renovated firehouse. Because apparently the G.I. Joe's Fireman Barbecue... He just has himself a firehouse for some reason. And it's looking nice. Scarlet even says so. But, you know, barbecue's just looking to make it a little more homey. And at this point, he takes a burger off the grill. And he puts it on Scarlet's plate. And she just drops it right into the punch bowl. So this starts a weird, unfortunate series of events... So, Roblox is surrounded by five of the G.I. Joe, just generic green shirts, on an indoor basketball court inside this firehouse. It is five against one, and Roblox is still winning this game. Snake Eyes is just grooving. He's got like a record in his hand, and he's just kind of, you know, just snapping to the beat, man. And... Gung Ho. For some reason, Gung Ho and Lady J are just while well, this music is playing, and it's literally the j- same generic background music that they use on like every single episode of Transformers that Blasters in. It's just that g- generic rock. That's that generic rock music, and Gung Ho is performing the whitest of white people dance moves, like. I am ridiculously white, and I can't even dance like that. These are the most awkward white person dance moves ever, but it's an 80s cartoon, so they almost make perfect sense in the context of this. But anyway, they're dancing, and above them, on the uh, upper level, the railing, Alpine is going to teach Footloose how to be a climber. ...even if it kills him. So, we go back to the court. Roblox kind of gets tripped. He falls right through the window. So, just as our unfortunate series of events continues... ...Alpot and Footloose, they've got their ropes attached to the banister. They drop, and the ropes snap. So they fall right onto the table... The food goes flying everywhere. Scarlet is covered in a food mess. Roadblock climbs back in the window. He tosses the ball and somehow still makes the basket. So, tripping out a window, Roadblock is still better at basketball than five generic green shirts. My man Roadblock. Mad respect. So yeah, even with all this weird nonsense, Barbecue's like, hey, hey, this party's actually a success. And here's where things just start to get really, really weird. Because the phone rings. So Barbecue thinks nothing of it. He, he reaches up. He answers. He's like, hello? And he just hears this voice. A mysterious voice that says, the viper is coming. Five 75 and hangs up that's it he just relays the message they're like well that's weird that's cryptic is it from cobra it's got to be cobra isn't it maybe it's some weird thing from cobra well back to headquarters so we're back at the gi joe headquarters they're punching the numbers into the mat into the computer you're like, well, maybe 575 is a set of coordinates. So Lady J types in the the coordinates of five degrees east, seventy-five degrees south, and they say, well, it's the South Pole. Yeah, because that sounds like the most likely place for a freaking cobra base of all. Yes, of course. The Arctic Or the Firemen is you know completely the most necessary member of this team but anyway our gi joe heroes they board a bunch of their snow cats which are an awesome vehicle by the way ah one of those vehicles i would really love to have in my collection that i didn't have as a kid because i was slightly too young for the for that era of the gi joe line but Man, that is one I would love them to reissue, so I can get one, like, kind of cheap. So yeah, they find, well, basically nothing. Because it's the South Pole. It's just chock full of snow and nothing. But Alpine and Footloose, they climb out of their, uh, their snow cat. They seem to be... They seem to see something in the distance. So they walk off. And Alpine's like, hey, that's a ro- oh, that's a rock. Hey, that looked great in my collection. So Alpine has a rock collection? Is that all he does? Is he climb things and collects rocks from his uh conquested mountains? Listen, your name is Albert Pine. Gonna need you to be a little more interesting here. But Alpine decides to go and rub this uh very phallic looking rock. It's very very phallic looking. So Alpine tugging on this rock does not look appropriate. Because you know, we have to have very inappropriate looking scenes in an 80s children's cartoon. Oh come on, Alpine. I mean I know I just asked you to have some hobbies, but, um, could we tone it down just a little bit here? Thanks, my man. So, yeah. So, Alpine touches this rock. And apparently the rock must have liked it because the rock glows. It's glowing, absolutely glowing. And, well, the snowcat. It's just... Just lowers... Into the ground. And it's the snowcat where Lady J. Barbecue and Gung Ho are. They reach it. And all of a sudden. They see a counter. Kind of a hotel looking counter. Where they're greeted by a robot. Who greets them. very friendly sounding robot. And he welcomes them. To Cobra Recreational Base number three. And there are so many fun options for them at this uh, Cobra Recreational Base. Yeah, Cobra. Why, yes, they can play table tennis and swim in the Cobra Commander Gymnasium. They can eat lunch in the Destro Dining Room. Or they can even take in the sights and sounds of the Zartan Entertainment Center, featuring today's act, the Cobra Cuties. Eh, No tipping, please. So, they find them, they walk into the next room, which just happens to be that Cobra Commander Gymnasium. And there are Cobra Troopers everywhere. And they're just in your normal, standard Cobra Trooper uniforms. These guys are in tank tops, and little Cobra complete 80s style short shorts. They're still wearing their helmets... So they just start throwing pool balls at them because they just haven't somehow walked right into the area where there's a bunch of pool tables. So the Cobra troopers are just chucking pool balls at the Joes. So a fight ensues. Lady J happens to hit one of the tables and just causes balls to fly everywhere. That's right, folks. Cobra Recreation, where balls fly everywhere, and we mean everywhere. So yeah, so they run off. Uh, Gung Ho and Barbecue rip off a barbecue net, uh, or sorry, a volleyball net to tie up some Cobra troops. They retreat, and Barbecue sprays the floor with the firefighting foam, so that now the Cobra troopers that are chasing him just comedically slide right past them and into the pool. So yes, so at this point, the manager of the Cobra recreational facility is able to get off some alerts and we've got fire bats flying all over the place. We've got his tanks and snow serpents pouring out of everywhere. So now it's a battle. But luckily the G.I. Joes have some support as well. As Scarlet is able to radio over to Ace to take care of their little pesky pest problem here. So we got Sky Strikers coming in. Well, look, a good well-timed G.I. Joe air assault is exactly what they need to help their friends out and really get the party alive. So we go back inside to our, uh, uh, our intrepid heroes. They're hiding behind a couch. Well, I mean, luckily this f- couch is fireproof, but it's not so laserproof as uh, the Cobra Troopers are definitely ripping through the couch and somehow not cutting massive holes into our G.I. Joes. Because, you know, Cobra Troopers are like stormtroopers. They somehow can't hit the broadside of a barn. So they seriously can't rip through a couch with their lasers and hit three G.I. Joes that are literally behind this couch. Yeah. So yeah, so we go back outside. Our, you know, our air raid with Ace and his strikers they've taken care of that. They're able to cut through the Cobra forces. So scarlet leads the assault with ro- roadblock alpine bazooka spirit bunch of others they run on the base they storm it and it's like okay yeah cobra's done they're captured they surrender so they lead them outside but they're still a little curious it's like well it still doesn't make sense why would Cobra send a message about their secret base? About a recreational base of all things? I was like, And the manager's like, um, no, no, we wouldn't tell you that. Dude, that's stupid. That's a stupid question. And calls him a bunch of spoil sports. So, yes, our heroes are still rather confused. So, we're back at the firehouse. We see shots of Flint, Gung Ho, Roblock. They're all lounging around. And of course, barbecue is by the phone. It rings again. And then once again, it's the Viper. I was, this is the Viper. I am coming Friday. It will start at the West Corner. Dun, dun, dun. So that's just, you know, completely, completely ominous. And of course, as we know, when ominous things happen and we set up for the next dangerous scene, well, we have to go to a commercial break, folks, because that is exactly what our uh, database of cartoon tropes tells us. So we'll be back in just a moment, folks. over your shoulder. Today, you're reaching out for the best things in life, and Mercury is reaching farther, too. You can see it in the sophisticated shape of the new Mercury Sable and all the Mercury cars. They're shaped to use the wind to help them hold the road, no matter how high you climb. Mercury, the shape you want to be in. know just where to go. Oh, hurry up, Mom. Why are you so slow? There's more for your life and Steers. Unfortunately, the car has four tires we don't need anymore. Oh, no, now what she stopping for? There's more for your life at Steers. Here's a brand new phone that's calling you. Hey, Mom, what about me? Levi's hooked. Now who is she? Weren't we going to shop for me? We're almost there. Here's what I like. It took so long, but here's life. There's more for your life. Come celebrate Sears' 100th anniversary. See all the ways we've changed and all the ways we haven't. are back, and our G.I. Joe heroes are at West Point Military Academy. Well, and why are we at West Point? Because, well, they could say that Corner could be translated at Point. And, well, what could be a more tempting target than the West Point graduating class? Which has so... As there, whereas there is as much brass in the stands as there is in the band. So, they personally think, yeah, no, the Academy graduation, probably a very likely target for Cobra. So, they decide to talk with one of the tank jockeys, so Scarlet goes up, is like, gonna give some intel to the tank jockeys, and, well... Golly G. willikers, Batman, what do you know? Who, who do you think is in the driver's seat of that tank? Yes, it's Major Blood. And he's like, what the bloody? Pew, 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 pew. So he starts shooting. So, of course, he gives the order to attack. Because, yes, they are after... A Senator Robbins and a General Grant, who just happened to be at this graduation. So, battle ensues. Scarlet and Roblox leap towards the Awe striker being piloted by Footloose. Which, really weird. Footloose is kind of the the go-to Awe striker driver in the cartoon. Even though Crankcase is the one that comes with the Awe striker vehicle, the toy. As we've discussed earlier, um... Just a one-and-done appearance of uh, Crankcase in the show. Just a quick, brief, blink-and-you'll-miss-him appearance in G.I. Joe the movie, where he is actually driving an off-striker. So, they cut forward. And, of course, they try to cut off the tanks. Cadets are scattering. But, luckily, good old Roadblock here knows how to do things. So, he's hanging off the side of the ice striker He's grabbing a grenade. And and Footloose is able to get close enough that Roadblock can just chuck that grenade right into the treads of Major Blood's tank. So, of course, we get a beautiful explosion. The tracks come apart. This thing is toppling over. And, of course, these tanks can't stop for nothing. So they just start piling one into another. So the Joes begin to circle the wagons around the... Just our pile of Cobra tanks. And Major Blood's like, oh, Now I know how General Custa felt. So as uh, these troops are reloading, they're regrouping, a Cobra soldier has the bright idea, an actual intelligent idea from a Cobra trooper, just to shoot out the tires of the striker. So it's one of the generic ones being driven by a green shirt. It flips, it crashes. Uh, Footloose tries to avoid it, but he swerves too hard. And Scarlet Roadblock are just thrown from the vehicle. They're lying on the ground. He's just pointing at one. You know, this guy's pointing his gun at Scarlet. She's like, oh no, (laughs) look out behind you. Almost like kind of half joking. And even the culprit was like, nah, I ain't, I ain't falling for that old gag. Except, what do you know? One of the West Point cadets just straight up tackles this guy to the ground. So, he's like, good work, soldier. He's like, our pleasure, ma'am. So, they get back into the fight. Scarlet is Scarlet. She's being awesome here, guys. Like she goes in, she's rough and tough, she's scarlet, boom, boom. She takes down like five or six of these guys. And they're just like, Wow. Now that's some kind of soldier. But of course. So Cobra decided to bat just kind of crash the um The graduation ceremony of West Point. These guys have graduated from the military academy. These are um, fully trained officers now. This is their confirmant to officially become officers in the U.S. Army. Yeah. Yeah. So, this seemed to be a bit of a standstill here. And, the, you know, they're kind of, and the Joes are saying, hey, how about you surrender? And he's like, um, why would we surrender? We outnumber you guys 10 to 1. And Scarlet's like, um, would you believe 50 to 1? And just, as she says that, we pan over behind Major Blood and the Cobra Troopers. You just hear, ch Numerous rifles being locked and loaded. Because, you know, the entire graduating class of West Point has now joined the fight. They very triumphantly scream, Yo, Joe! And attack the Cobras. I mean awesome graduation gift right to be able to go in and at your graduation knock out a bunch of cobras on your graduation day from the from west point the military academy they had some point major blood escapes in the smoke and the confusion and once again another just another cobra plan foiled by these just amazing intel tips so once again, they're back at the firehouse trying to relax after this crazy day of things. Scarlet and Barbecue are just on the couch. The phone rings, and she's even like, um, y- y- you gonna get this? And he's like, no, 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 no. I- I'm i dealing with this. So Scarlet picks up the phone this time. And he's like, I am the Viper. I will start on... I am the, this is the viper. I will start on the top floor. She's like, who, who are you? he's like, I am the viper. So once again, things are very ominous, a little spooky. We don't know what's going on here. So of course, we have to set up for the final act. So once again, we get that lovely, lovely narrative twist of, We don't know what's going on, so we go to commercial break. So we'll do that here, folks, and we'll be back in just a moment. All across this land, Americans are celebrating our Greatest Lady's 100th birthday. By an act of Congress, America commemorates this event by minting United States Liberty coins. These valuable keepsakes will be a lasting way for you to treasure liberty. United States Liberty Coins, singly coin sets, at banks, savings and loans, and most Sears stores. Now you can keep Liberty in mint condition forever. I'm a senior accountant with the IRS. And I love Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Brave adults continue to challenge the notion that Frosted Flakes is just a kid's cereal. For years, I paid the kids next door to buy them for me. I know it's awful. I love the taste. With that extra crunch in milk, that frosting just right, they have a taste adults can love every bit as much as kids. <gasps> Cynthia? Howard, you too? Oh. We're proud of these brave Americans. Won't you join them? Frosted Flakes have the taste adults have grown to love. They're great. <laughs> oh, wee! Here to tell you about Snuggle Dryer Sheets, snuggly softness that's really less expensive. I stopped static cling. What do you see? With me, clothes are never ever staticky, and they're cuddle up fresh. For a snuggly soft wash, try me. Try Snuggle Fabric Softener and easy-to-snap-off sheets. Snuggly softness that's really less expensive. Alright, and we are back. And we're outside of Extensive Enterprises Tower. So, of course, Extensive Enterprises, the business organization run by the Twins, Zaymalt and Tomax, the commanders of the Crimson Guard, and, of course, Cobra's business and legal partners, handling much of the back-end, day-to-day HR operations of Cobra. So... They're fly, you know. They're flying high. Snake Eyes and uh, or Wild Bill. Sorry, is up in the dragonfly copter. He's not really seeing anything up there from the top. And they're kind of like, well, I mean, the, the Viper said he'd start on the top floor, but he didn't really say where. And kind of go through this argument. Well, I mean, what other building could top? Extensive Enterprises Tower. It's the tallest building in the world. So no one has a top floor above them. So inside the tower. The top floor. This floor is ran looks like it's ransacked. Um, because Destro is kinda pissed. Like the twins look like they've been brushed up. Destro just slams Major Blood's head into the desk. Because he wants answers. And he thinks Major Blood could be a candidate to be the Viper. He's like, hmm. He's like, um, I almost got caught by G.I. Joe. Why would I be the Viper? Why would I be feeding them intel? Even Tomax and Zaymon are like, Will? Actually, he's been us with us for the last 24 hours. Destro's like, you know, you could be the traitorous viper. And they're like, listen, Destro, we're businessmen here. Do you know how many man hours and finances we lost on that recreational base from the Joes? So, yeah. So, at this point, our heroes, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, and Barbecue, they enter the building while the rest of the Joes are outside under Roadblock's leadership. So, they get in the elevator, and they hit the button for the top floor. The 80th floor. Um, so, yeah. Um, this... So, yeah, the Extensive Enterprise Towers... Um, yeah, so base, so apparently this thing is, uh, has as many floors as the, uh, enterprise does in, uh, Star Trek five. So they go in and all of a sudden we see gas being pumped into the elevator and our Joe heroes are knocked out. So we go outside. Breakers got a communication Is and basically everything's silent. He's getting no responses, so... Something's gone wrong here. So, they... So, Roadblock leads the green shirts into the building. And the guard. This just innocent-looking, poorly-paid security guard. Rip. No, it's not a security guard. It's Zartan, the Master of Disguise. And he welcomes them to extensive enterprises by just flipping a panel switch, raising a wall, and just waves of Cobra troops come out them. So, Roblox gets off a quick message to Wow Build that they've entered the building, but shortly after this, the Outdoor Joes are attacked as well, as the Cobra Fang helicopters are coming out of those hidden side panels in the side of the towers there. So the aerial fight ensues there. Uh, We go back in. The elevator opens. And Destro arrives. And it's like... So he's mocking them. It's like, oh, if it isn't little Scarlet O'Hara. And just... Scarlet's done with his uh, done with his bull. She's like, "Oh well, don't tell me you're the little viper." Destro's like, "Uh, no, not me." So, our Joes are taken captive. Outside, we get another fight. We get a uh, the continuation of Wild Bill's fight with the Cobra Fangs. He does some cool aerial stuff. He does a one eighty. And now he's on the offensive. Shooting the fangs out of the sky. They catch up. They fire a rocket. But no, luckily, it's right there. And it's just, boom. Just right into this window where uh, Destro is interrogating our Joes. So, the distraction is able to basically... Uh, he's able to get a hold of it. He drops his gun. Barbecue grabs it, but he's like, "No, don't do it. I'll take him hostage. I'll take I'll take Scarlet hostage." Destro, you've already done that way too many times. It's old habit by now. But eh, long, enough, but it's enough of a distraction that Snake Eyes is able to leap in and just punch Destro in the face. One of the twins just kinda of shoots randomly and then barbecue shoots him in the hand. It's like, oh hey, everyone's kind of on the offensive here. But nope, we're just gonna we're just gonna stack the odds with more Cobra troops pouring into the room, guns ablazing. So we go to the outside of the building where Alpine a footloose are just climbing around and still, once again, why do we just have this random combination of Alpine and Footloose? Why doesn't he have a Bazooka with him? Like, uh, anyway. They climb up. So they're climbing the, the extensive Enterprise's sign. Uh, they're somewhere around one of the X's. And the, uh, one of the Cobra Fangs turns towards them, uh, starts shooting them, and it actually hits the rope. So... Luckily, they're able to kind of. Alpine's able to grab the piece of rope. Rises, snaps, and well, Wild Bill takes care of the Cobra Fang. He's like, "Um, y'all need any help here?" They're like, "No, no, we got, we got it." So yeah, everything seems to be in hand here. So we go back inside. Scarlet, Barbecue, Snake Eyes, they're continuing to uh, fight all these Cobra troops just with these guns ablazing. It's like, you know, we could probably use a little help here. And just, you know, perfect comedic timing. Footloose and Alpine bust through the window. And they're like, all you guys had to do was ask. But at this point, Our main Cobra team, you know, Zaymot, Tomax, Blood, Destro, they all make it to an escape shaft. They're gone. So we head outside. We've got some captured Cobra agents. Well, and basically they just pretty much surrender. And Zartran, he blends into the wall, so he's able to make his escape too. But, We're on top of extensive enterprises. They've got captured Cobra troops. And this Cobra troop, he's not really saying much. So, Barbecue and Scarlet are still very confused. Because they don't know the identity of the Viper. These Cobra troopers, the top Cobra brass, Zartan, all of them. Nobody knows who the viper is so once again we are just stuck with a mystery here folks who is this viper so we go back to the uh, firehouse and we just see everyone outside barbecue scarlet oh no actually they're inside right now but barbecue scarlet duke flint roblox snake eyes footloose Everyone is just watching this phone waiting for a to ring. And it does. So Barbecue comes up. He answers the phone. He's wanting some answers. And he's like, I am... All he gets is I am the Viper. I will arrive at noon. Be ready. Oh, and the Joes are ready. They're ready. They've got guns pointed everywhere. They've got barricades and sandbags and all the Joes are armed and like their tactical gear and got their guns they are ready for some outright combat just as everything everything just they're like oh they see something coming off the horizon it is an elderly man it's just this guy you know Khaki slacks, a work shirt, a straw hat, a bucket and a and a squeegee. He walks up, he's like, Mr. Barbecue. Uh yeah? I'm Barbecue. He says I am the viper. I've come to vipe your windows. Five seventy-five an hour. I start on the west corner top floor first yes folks the viper is the window wiper and he's here to clean the windows of the firehouse just by just weird happenstance of events just these what they thought were these random clues of exposing cobra plans just complete coincidence barbecue just starts to laugh like he's like full-on joker laugh like maniacal joker laugh because he he's lost it this is so incredulous that he has just absolutely lost it and in turn all the other joes completely lose their minds because after all this ridiculous time it's just It's literally the guy that's here to wipe the windows. And that's how the episode ends. Just everyone losing their freaking collective minds. Oh, man, this episode was... Oh, this episode was glorious. It was amazing. Oh, this episode was so much fun. Like, even, like, today, some episodes, you're like... Oh, you know, you loved them as a kid, but then you're like, eh, they're okay as an adult. This episode is still fun. Because you get, like, all these ridiculous things. The, the Cobra Recreational Facility. Just this bizarre series of events that just completely... All these Cobra plans that could have gone right are just bungled. Because this guy just gives these weird half sentence things to tell barbecue he's coming to the firehouse and they're like, Oh, it's gotta be cobra plans. Giant just assumes it's Cobra and <coughs> They don't they're like, Yep, it's gotta be Cobra. Where are we gonna find these Cobras? And they just bust all of these Cobra plans by sheer stupidity. It just wow just sheer stupid luck it's just oh this episode was so much fun it really it's fun i enjoyed this episode so much and it's just uh, hilarious to go back and watch this episode it's just and i think i don't know i don't i think i don't remember the ending every time i watch it just where barbecue loses it He just loses his mind. And just like... All these events were just accidental. And this guy is just here to wipe my windows. Like, he just lost it. Like, barbecue went like full customer service mode where... You gotta go into the back room and just... Have a moment because the customer said something so ridiculously stupid that oh, like, like I think barbecue just needed to go to the back room and take a minute after that one because he just heard the end all be all of just wild stories that he's just been through this whole wild experience, and this guy's like, yeah, no. I'm here to wipe your windows. I and mean, he's just like, wow. This guy that was giving us all this great intel. Just this dumb luck intel, man. Oh, oh, this episode was great. Please please check out The Viper is Coming. It is a fantastic episode of G.I. Joe. It's just sheer 80s lunacy at its best. This is one of those who... Wrote like the writing in this episode is just so it's so tight and consistent and fun just this random trotting adventure just by sh- sheer sheer insanity and just sheer happenstance oh dude i love this episode it was great to go visit this episode again and really Really sink my teeth into it. I had fun watching this episode. I had fun just going over it. Uh, But I think that'll do it for this week's episode, guys. Of course, check us out on social media. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. Please hit that subscribe. Give us a rating and review. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys.